Well, greetings one and all. Welcome to the Art of the Ages. I am your host, Paul Lytle. So, uh, today I got online. I am recording this a couple days early, so it's not going to be quite new when you see this, but... Um, I, I was I was perusing my Facebook page and found a link to Doug Wilson's new blog post, part of his No Quarter November, <clears throat> and and it's here that I have discovered that Doug Wilson's been listening to my blog uh, to my podcast because he's talking exactly what we've been talking about the last few weeks. This actually should not be a surprise because um, between Tolkien uh, between Tolkien. Uh, Francis Schaeffer, Doug Wilson, these are the people who've really kind of formed my opinions about art. And so it should be no surprise that Doug Wilson is talking about the same thing since I mostly picked it up from him, uh, especially his Angels in the Architecture book, which I, I think uh, if, if you've already read on fairy stories, then Angels in the Architecture should be uh, should be a follow up. Uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic book and um, and and very much worth your time as a writer. Uh, Doug Wilson also has actually a book on writing called Wordsmithy, and it's actually one of the uh, maybe a couple of books on writing that I thought was really, really worthwhile. And, and so, um, but today's topic is we're going to be look, looking at his latest blog post. I'm going to put this in the show notes, but for those who are watching on YouTube, we are going to show it right here. It is on the blog and may blog, uh, a site, dougwills.com, uh, modern art and the death of culture, which is released on November 26th, 2018. Again, check the show notes page for a uh, page, check the show notes for, uh, links to this, but, um, a couple of things that we're going to hit on because they are they're going to line up exactly where we're going with things. And so Doug Wilson, you know, it takes me multiple episodes to say this stuff. Doug Wilson could put it in a single blog post and he does fine. But uh, so here we go. Um, so uh, this the section we're going to scroll down a little bit to the section called two ways. There are two ways for the artist to go. And one ends with the destruction of all artistry. There are two definitions of art, in other words, and one of them is a death trap. The death trap approaches uh, the death trap approach makes everything depend on the will of the artist. Art is defined as whatever an artist does. If an approved member of the guild produced it, then it is a work of art. Nothing determines what is or is not art apart from the intent uh, intention of the artist. And however reluctant this community of artists might be to pour out accolades on others for this kind of thing, it is the price that they have to pay in order to get their accolades when uh, accolades when it's turn. This is why the layman's critique, my five-year-old could do better than this, falls on deaf ears. That five-year-old, whatever his other merits, is not a member of the guild. All right. So um, we're actually going to be getting more into, you know, kind of kind of a, a lot of the different definitions of art as we go. But, you know, essentially when when we are when we're dealing with some of the stuff that we've been talking about in the last few episodes about, you know, why we create and, and how, you know, <laughs> how we approach this. When I talked about kind of the postmodern instinct to, instead of following God's, uh, 
you know, uh, uh, what, what, what God laid out, what, what the example God laid, uh, gave us in that taking chaos and turning it into order, the postmodern instinct is to take order and change it into chaos. And so what, what Doug Wilson's getting at here is, okay, so <laughs> anyone can do that. I have, I have two young kids. They make chaos quite well. Thank you very much. And so what, what is it that, what is it that makes you know, their scribblings, not art and the other chaos that has been produced art. And what Doug Wilson is saying is that, well, one's made by an artist, of course. Um, the second definition of art, I'm reading further into the article, the second definition of art, the Christian definition, requires a work of art to conform to an external and objective standard of beauty. That objective standard is grounded in the nature of God himself, who is himself arrayed in the beauty of holiness. And when the artist in grateful imitation reflects, captures, mirrors, reproduces, and holds something of that glory, the result is a work of art. So uh, moving, moving on a little bit into, so does God like it? The test for every aesthetic endeavor should be this. Does God like it? The standard that every critic should apply is the same. Does God like it? If not, then I shouldn't either. If he does, then I may throw myself into lawful appreciation. Um, and we, uh, uh, you know, he, he expands on that, uh, expand on that a little bit, but I wanted to get back in a little bit later. So you have a favorite band. Does God like your band? You have a picture hanging over your mantelpiece. Does God like it? What does Jehovah think of the photograph you selected for your computer's wallpaper? I mean, God either likes your stuff or he doesn't, or he doesn't care. That about exhausts all options, right? If God doesn't care about it, where do we get off caring about it? If God dislikes it, what business do we have liking it? But if God likes what we have done, then we may proceed with joy and exuberance. Okay, so in our initial reaction to this, our initial reaction to this, unless this is something that you've been digging into, I can almost guarantee you is just going, you're, you're, you're bristling right now. Um, and I totally understand that. I totally understand that, you know, because so often that we're taught that art is, is subjective. By the way, the people who tell us that art is subjective, when we don't like something we're supposed to like, they, um, they will just... I mean, just rip, rip into us. I had a, um, I had a professor. Uh, this was a master's level level uh, professor who um, uh, sent us uh, sent us uh, looking at some modern art that I thought was just utter nonsense. And um, and I, <laughs> later later in the course. I, I got I got into a debate with her because um, I was I was starting to really get into some of the fantasy art that was um, that was created uh, electronically the, on a computer, and um, and she had just kind of made the blanket statement that you know if you if you make something on the computer it's impossible to be art and I and I um, you know and I uh, contradicted her on that and said, no, no, that I don't think that's true. And we, we had a nice little debate. So what I did was I brought her some examples of, of this guy's art. And 
he, <laughs> reaction was just was was amazing was amazing because what she said was that it wasn't art because it wasn't realistic enough and i immediately pointed out that oh well great because if being realistic is the standard by which we're judging these things then uh the position i took on that modern artist a few weeks ago uh, has proved has borne out right and um and that's not art that's garbage and um uh and and to her credit she just kind of yeah that's a good point <laughs> because she'd be caught she'd been caught they that she didn't have actually a standard for what was art at all. She just kind of made it up beforehand and she wasn't going to, she wasn't going to contradict it. And so, you know, she, you know, she, she would have been totally into the artist subjective crowd. But when I criticized the modern artist, then, um, then I'm, you know, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in, uneducated boob out there who who just doesn't understand such things um and then when i when i when i show her something else that i like her standards shift it's amazing to me like i mean the um the degree that people will go when when you don't like something that is in the in that modern worldview in that in that um uh you know that 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 world that worldview that is that wants to tear down that wants to take that order to make it into chaos that is um just ripping things apart and calling it art and um what I would call making fools of themselves, but obviously they would disagree with me on that point. But when you don't like those things, then you're called all sorts of names. You know, it's really funny. And I say not ha ha funny, but as in we're starting to lose other art forms as well. I'm starting to see this with movies and video games, you know, I mean, um, you know, it was only last year that the last Jedi came out and it was, um, it was, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. And when you said that people literally said that you were racist. Very recently, you know, I, I, there was a, there's been a couple of games that video games that have either been announced or that have come out. And, uh, most recently has been Fallout 76. And prior to that, the announcement of a Diablo mobile game. And when the fans did not react well to those things, they were called entitled. And, uh, and, and, and they were, they were mocked for not cheering the things that they didn't like. And that's the things that we're seeing in modern art, modern music, in modern poetry. You know, it's, it, it, you know, you, you, 
you, I, I mean, goodness, poetry has been this way for a long time. You know, you, you dare to criticize some of this drivel that people will produce and say, you know, oh, this is such, this is such great art. And, um, you know, you, you can, you can come up with the most rational grounds ever say you don't like it, but no, you're ignorant and unsophisticated. And, and that is because we all have a standard for art. The question must come down to exactly, exactly where Doug Wilson puts the question. Does God like it? And I love the way he puts it because, you know, as, as we were going to go on, I was going to put it in a way that was not nearly as succinct or effective. But does he, he either likes it, he dislikes it, or he doesn't care. Um, and in any of those reactions, as children of God, we should follow suit. I do not buy, I do not buy the idea that art is subjective. Okay. I, I, by the simple fact of what Doug Wilson is talking about, God has an opinion on it and his opinion is, is definitive. It's, it is the proper opinion. And, and so if, if God dislikes something, it's, it's very difficult for us then to say, well, God, that's just your opinion, man. Um, I mean, we do that all, we do that all the time. We do that all the time, but it's, um, it's not, (laughs) it's not a proper response to that. So then the tricky thing is, and this is, this is kind of where art comes across as being subjective is what does God like? And, and I mean, we're going to get farther into that. And, you know, and some people are going to say, well, uh, well, it's, it's getting to be Christmas time right now. And some people are going to say, well, the movie's on the Hallmark channel uh, because they're uh, wholesome and pure and mention church every once in a while. Um, or somebody will say, you know, some Christian movie because they'll they'll shoehorn in the gospel at some point. Um, and I might, you know, I'll probably disagree with those things. It's like, well, you know, okay, that's great. You shoehorned in the gospel, but the movie's terrible. Yeah, you know, I, and I think that I, I think that you know God's opinion on art is a little bit um, is a little bit more complex than than how many times did we actually say the word God. Um, but that, that's a lot, that's a lot of how we, we treat it. You know, I mean, I grew up in the eighties and nineties listening to Christian music. And back then we like, you know, we like had like the, we had the answer to any, any, any secular band, you know, it's like, oh, well you, you like, you know, you like you too, but now you become a Christian. So you must burn all you two's album, but don't worry. We have another band that sounds like you two, but they use the word God more. And, you know, and we find out much later that half those bands, you know, um, go off the plantation or, uh, or, um, 
you know, held heretical beliefs or whatever the case may be. Um, but, uh, but it doesn't really matter because they used God, the word God, a sufficient number of times. Um, I think we can, I think we can, I think we can do better than that. And I think that God has given us uh, enough to, to do much better than that when we, when it comes to, you know, judging art and, and trying to figure out whether something is good or not. And so that's part of our quest. That's part of what, that's part of why we're here, right? Um, is, is because if we, if we understand what God likes, then we in turn can use that understanding to make good art. And that, that is, is truly critical to our endeavor to become good writers. So, uh, gosh, that is not the episode I had planned today, but goodness, Doug Wilson starts talking about the exact same thing that we're talking about. We we got to go there. We just got to go there. So I really appreciate that. Um, we are, we'll, we'll continue this next week. Look, this is an ongoing, uh, this is going to be an ongoing, uh, endeavor for us. And we are going to be, be jumping into some more practical stuff here in the near future as we're starting to lay a foundation for what we're trying to accomplish. Um, we're going to start laying, we're just going to start doing another foundation of how do we accomplish that? And so thank you so much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Um, I really, really do appreciate it. We will be back next week. In the meantime, never, never, never stop telling stories to one another. Thank you.